Hey, folks, it's time for Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Also heard on Pod Clips. I'm Fred. You could email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. We do this show along with uh, the world's worst sports handicapper, Mark Mancini, <laughs> our arch source of Galaxy Sports, who formerly kicked for the Trojans of USC and the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, Mark, Michael Irvin, so far, not back on the NFL Network. Tell me why. Well, I always look at it like this. Uh, we all have a weakness, but if you have a weakness with women like that, maybe you should just pay for it. I mean, really? I mean, if you're going to go after a maid, and I don't have all the resources or whatever happened here, but I've seen a lot of people travel down this road, and it just seems like it all smells the same. Nobody's actually, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to go just pay for it. And realistically, the $5 martini ain't going to get the job done, and it costs the job. Art Source, what do you think about uh, <laughs> Mike Irvin and uh, the NFL Network? Do you think they'll get back well, We know that Michael's not? overcome a lot of things in his life. Um, I, I personally think he might be in good position here based on what I've read about his, his attorney and the $100 million reverse lawsuit. Um, I've talked to other people who were around at the hotel during the Super Bowl when this all took place, and they said it was just a discussion. There was nothing that was actually handsy or anything <laughs> about that. So, I mean, you know, I, in this particular situation, unless they present, you know, positive, positive, you know, evidence, I, I'm kind of going to side with Michael Irvin on this one only because, you know, in a court of law, you have to be proven you know, guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And I haven't seen anything come out that really says that, you know, he's not just a good old red blooded man. <laughs> All right, uh, let's, let's talk. Let's talk about something sort of on the same subject. Uh, Bobby Huggins, oh. former coach oh. of West Virginia, Art. He says he didn't resign after getting picked up this time for uh, uh, alcohol while driving. Uh, did he resign? Didn't he resign? Is he going to get his job back? Well, they said his wife kind of intimated that he had resigned through a through a text or something of that nature. That's a real shady situation. I mean, the guy goes out gets hammered, makes a fool of himself, makes some comments that, you know, on a radio talk show regarding Catholics and, and a couple other things that we're not going to get into right now. But then you have the situation that happens at Northwestern, Fred, with Pat, Pat Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. You know, they give the guy a two-week suspension with no pay, and then they turn around, and the Northwestern Daily, you know, newspaper, the, the you know, that the kids publish, they have all the evidence, and now it's, you know, supposedly known – Yet here's what blows my mind about that one, okay? The rest of the staff, which is really there, hands-on with the players, they're going to continue to coach at Northwestern. They were right there, complicit with the entire situation. So that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But we're going to see. I mean, I just thought we were so far past uh -huh. those kind of things. I mean, yes, we used to have to carry the seniors' pads at USC into the locker room. You know, and, and those were fun things. And, you know, maybe have to go get burgers in the evening if guys were hungry late, late at night. Those were things you did as the right, right of a passage as a freshman. But, you know, never did we have to run through a line getting our butt slapped or things like that. I just don't see any, any, any room for that in, in the modern game of sports. You know, when, well, they used, when they used the word hate, Mark, when they used the word hazing, did you know what they meant? I had no idea as far how far it actually went mark yeah. any comments i i didn't you know i knew a little about it i didn't realize how far it went as well fred like you but 
I will tell you, they made a movie on the fish that saved Pittsburgh. This is the big fish that's trying to get out of Pittsburgh and Huggins. He's just let himself go physically and mentally. And I, I really respect him as a coach one time, but I just, I, I, I think in anything, when accountability goes, credibility is just right behind it. And that's what you got to look at in some of these things. It, it, hey, here's right. something really interesting, guys. <laughs> We're talking about contracts and sports, right? Right. The Las Vegas Raiders, if you have a family of four, mom, dad, two kids, to go to the game 10 years ago, it cost $356.46. 10 years later, it's $738.36. Now, this is including parking, tickets, you know, a couple of soda pops and maybe a couple of beers for mom and dad, um, a hot dog. But, I mean, we're talking almost $750 for a family of four to go see an NFL game. And these are just middle-of-the-road tickets here. Now, the Golden State Warriors in the NBA supersede that. It costs $740.08. They're up 184%. So are we pricing are, are we pricing the game out of the middle class of America? Are you going to be able? Yeah. And, 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 you know, now I'm looking at, at possibly signing up for the for the uh, the new uh, NFL package, which isn't at DirecTV anymore. And I'm looking at what they want to charge. I mean, they're taking that bad boy up three, four times. And, of course, the commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell, was in Sun Valley rubbing elbows with all the multi-billionaires in their jets while they're all concerned about climatology. And, and <laughs> it is like such an upside-down world right now. All right. All right. Let, let me ask you guys a question. Um, the uh, Oakland A's most likely moving to Las Vegas. State of Nevada, Las Vegas, going to give them $380 million to build a ballpark. And On people the side always of the old say, Tropicana. And people always say, well, the money trickles down. Uh, a lot of people will get jobs. That's not the way it really works. You know, we find no. out AT&T in Dallas, uh, when uh, J- Jerry Jones says he paid for it, we find out that the uh, – uh, that the state of Texas and the city of Dallas paid for half of it. But, but, mm-hmm. but the point is, we're talking millions of dollars. What about the homeless? What about the poor? What about the people that work at a hotel that might make $15 an hour? I'd rather what have about the, the people that go to Vegas, Fred, and they get that bill. You know, the hotel room's $90, but you have all the VAT taxes. You have all these different taxes from, from the Raiders, not from the A's. I mean, I got to believe well, that if you're a multi-billionaire owner in, in, in a major sport in the United States, you should be able to create your own funding, okay? Maybe they could give you some sort of allowances. I don't know. But to come up with $300 million to build a stadium where, you know, well, let's be honest, if you looked at the National League and American League All-Star game this Tuesday night, half the good players on the, on the teams – we're all from the A's. Sean Murphy, Matt Olson, Matt Chapman. You go down the line. They've sold all their great players, and now they well, want to go to Vegas and get a free get a free drink. Well, not only that, if you recall earlier this week, the NBA and Adam Silver in his three piece threads was standing up telling everybody 
They're coming to Seattle and, and they're going to probably go to Vegas. And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, you just ran a team out of Seattle. The first thing I would do as a commissioner is I would stop the A's from moving that owner. I would make him sell to a local investor, especially six decades of putting a team up in Oakland, people supporting it. You cannot take this team out of this city. Well, you the, go the, start new mayor, a new the new mayor of Oakland, the new mayor of Oakland, you know, made a made a pitch at the All Star game to Rob Manfred, and Rob Manfred loved the pitch about the you know the the Bayside Stadium, and and yet he said it might have been too little, too late. So I think that's already a fait accompli. I think the A's and Fisher are going to go to Vegas, but I think part of that's going to be that that Fisher relinquish ownership of the team. He'll probably make, you know, three billion, four billion, but you know, they they can't keep doing this to that to that franchise. That franchise just four or five years ago was on the cusp of being a real good baseball team. And you can't take away those kind of kids. You know, now now they're their top two draft picks, they're already gonna put them in the major leagues this weekend, I'm hearing. You know, I mean right right out of the draft. And you don't think if Shohei Otani goes somewhere for $700 million, 10 years, he's going to elevate some team and those ticket prices ain't going to go up along with concessions? Believe Sports Business Sports Media, also heard on Pod Clips. Uh, that's Mark, Art, I'm Fred. You can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com. To me, the big story, not just at the week of for a long time in the world of sports, happened uh, this week as far as the Los Angeles Times is concerned. Uh, uh, they've decided to uh, not run any numbers. Uh, they're going to run some articles, but no numbers, uh, no telling. So no standings, the- no box scores, anything that has anything to do with what with what sports is all about, which is numbers. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how yeah. much how much that could possibly cost them to run box scores, but it can't be a lot. An extra page can it really be a lot? Already, folks, the deal is in with the LA Times you only get the paper in a separate section twice a week, Sunday and Monday. The other five days, it's in the middle of the calendar of the California section. So it's a whole joke. Art, you've been a writer. You've been a publisher. What's going on here? Well, again, it's the, uh, the demise of the printed word. Um, Kids, kids are graduating from high school without being able to read now, which I never thought I'd ever hear. Um, I grew up, one of the reasons I love to read is because I used to read my old major league books and my NFL books about my heroes, you know, the old guys. And, and, you know, I, I just, I wonder, I wonder where our society is going, how we're going to be a preeminent leader in the world. If we do not educate the future of America, which are the children, it's the most important thing we can do is to give them a well-rounded education. And I'm, I'm seeing so many things that are aghast. In my everyday life, whether I talk to my doctor or, or you know, the, the, the people who answer the phone for them and, and just the fact that they have no idea how to spell common words, it, it, yeah. it really is a sad byline on an American culture. And maybe we are going the way of the Romans. I hope not. I love this country. I know you do, Fred. I know you do, Mark. And, you know, I, I just want to see the kids get an opportunity to take advantage of all these great high-tech jobs. And I mean, they don't even teach kids well, how to balance checkbooks anymore. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, I think Mark, the big problem. Uh, what do you think about the LA yeah. Times? Uh, well, I think what they do is they put people in charge, and they really don't know the impact of sports bringing people together, bringing people closer, creating bonds. 
So maybe they should be educated enough to actually show them what a baseball and a football is so they can bring it to the forefront. And hey, but guys, they- let's remember, a lot of us learned how to you know, subtract, add, divide well, by I doing think- batting averages, by fractions. Fred, I mean, you know, we'd look at, you know, what is what are the percentage of, of pitches and strikes and ERA, how you figure that out. That's all arithmetic. It's, it's a I great way to learn how to, to do these things. I, I think what companies are doing, they spend billions and billions and billions in advertising. And their front of the staff is like they're invested in $10. I had to explain to a lady my food was cold three times. She had no idea what I was talking about. She thought I was talking about the sun outside. I said, well, the okay. food is cold. How about this, Mark? <laughs> How about 25 years from now, we pop up somewhere and we get, come back to this, this earth. <laughs> and we'll be looking. I know me. I, I'm not going to look for phone booths. I'm already past that one. <laughs> but I'm going to look for my sports page in the morning. Okay. I, would, I mean, there's so many things that I take for granted that I grew up with that I love that are falling by the wayside. They yeah. really, truly are. And, and I don't think, you know, what about artificial intelligence now, guys? Are you going to be able, you know, you, what about these actors that are out there right now in Hollywood? The actors and the writers, I, you know, I, strike you. And, I get it. Get, I get wait, it till, wait till AI starts to, to be able to do, yeah. you know, uh, one of these actors better than the actor could do the actor. <laughs> I got to tell you something real fast. I had to go to Verizon because my phone, I just needed a rag to dust up the thing. The guy was trying to sell me $60 kit. I said, I just need a rag to wipe. And he goes, we don't handle that. I went next door to an audiovisual, and the lady, Ann, was such an uh, uh, inspiration. Took the phone, wiped it all down, sprayed it. It gets back to what my dad once told me. He said, son, nobody cares what you know till they know how much you care. And care is a lost art. It all right. Is. The fi- final comment that I'll make uh, on Believe Sports <laughs> Business Sports Media, also heard on pod clips. Showtime is running a historical story on Will Chamberlain. Yeah. Now, they've got Will Chamberlain's voice doing all the conversation. Will passed away, I think, in 1998. Yeah, it's been almost this 25 is, years. Yeah. This, and he yet is talking about things that happened in 2020. After he was long gone. Yeah. After yeah, exactly. he was long gone. What yeah. is happening to this world? When I read that, I said to myself, this can't be happening. This is a joke, well, Fred, right? Wait till you see what happens legally. Oh, my God. You're going to have you're going to have people actually testifying in their voices. And you're not going to be able to tell if it's actually the person or an artificial intelligence person saying something. It's going to be really wild when it comes to the legal well, world. Well, it's probably the same people that I had a conversation with a guy telling me this new rookie that the Spurs signed is going to be the greatest center anybody's ever seen. If he puts on 50 pounds, he might. (laughs) I said said to myself, sir, you shouldn't talk to me when you you are completely drunk because Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and a host of others, Dolph Shays, this kid has... Uh, Nate Thurman didn't give the kid a run for his buddy. (laughs) Wembyama, Wembyama, Wembyama. He's 220 pounds at 7'5". Do you think uh, the kid for the Golden State Warriors is going to blow through him, Draymond? Draymond, like he's like, like blow him over with a, like an old an old leaf or something. That's center. All right, for Mark, for Art, for Mario, I'm Fred. Thank you for listening to Believe Sports Business Sports Media, also Hard and Pod Clips, and we will see you around the corner. Bye, everybody. <laughs>